Evening Island Church, Pastor Rusty Martin coming to you again. It's Tuesday night, April the 14th, and we're so happy to come into your home, your car, uh, come into the device that you're currently watching, whether it be your computer or your television. Uh, we just love to be able to share the Word of God and encourage you um, in these uh, awesome days that we're living in. And uh, I just want to encourage you as a, as a believer, uh, not just as a church member, but as a believer, to continually pray, to continually feed yourself on the Word of God, to continue to consider spiritual things and make sure uh, that you don't expose yourself to a lot of the rhetoric and uh, uh, information of this day and hour that can harm, uh, harm or hurt you. Uh, one way to identify things that harm or hurt you is anything that you watch or expose yourself to that after you do it, it causes an alarm in your spirit or fear to try and come up on you. Listen. Just reject that. Come to the Word of God. As David did, encourage yourself in the Lord, and that joy will rise up in you again. Now, we were looking at yesterday or last night over in the book of James about we were reading in the Amplified. Uh, the, the capstone scripture of this chapter would be verse 7, Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now, the reason I'm encouraging you uh, on this level is because you need to walk in the maximum amount of authority that your current revelation will allow you to walk in right now in order to resist the devil, his strategies, his traps, his tricks. Yes, I believe uh, we are in the last of the last days, and I believe the activity of our adversary is on a heightened level. And, you know, it causes pressure in communities, pressures in nations, pressure upon the world. And anytime you squeeze something, what's in it's going to come out. If you take a good Holy Ghost, Spirit-filled man or woman of faith and you squeeze them, what's going to come out of them? Word of God's going to come out of them. Joy's going to come out of them. Faith is going to come out of them. And an expectancy, a hope of that which God is going to deliver them out of. But, you know, you start squeezing religion and religion's going to start coming out. You squeeze, squeeze uh, bitter people, bitterness is going to come out. So you want the right thing coming out of you because you're going to have to walk in that which comes out of you. Now, much of religion, denominationalism, they're kind of in a confused state wondering, and this is the big question, how can God allow uh, these types of things to happen for entire, entire economies of nations to shut down, for uh, uh, people to have died from a, a pandemic or, or, or a disease. Then they look back into, into, into history, and, and that's the same question that they pose. How can God allow it? How can God allow it? And so they come up with a doctrine of sovereignty, of how there's some great sovereign uh, work taking place that God's doing that we just, you know, here on the earth are too small to understand at this point. But one day, uh, in the sweet by and by, we shall understand it. Now listen, we as Island Church, we definitely do not claim to know everything. But we do have, in the Word of God, teaching that helps us understand that God is not the author of harm, pain, confusion, sickness, disease, economic disaster. Listen, this world system that's on this world, it is a fallen system. And in order for you to live free from the bondage it produces, from the fear it produces, from all that is produced in that system, you're going to have to quit submitting to that system and you're going to have to submit to the system of the kingdom of God. That comes with principles of faith, of believing in your heart, confessing with your mouth, and that comes in what we call here at Island Church, active authority. 
You just don't hope the thoughts go away. You just uh, don't hope fear loses its grip on you. You You do something about it. You get the Word of God in you. You submit to that Word. You let it build strength and faith in you. Then you take that Word and you resist the devil with it. Who's our example? Not some preacher. Our example is Jesus. That's exactly what he did there in Matthew chapter 4 in resisting what the Bible calls or theologians call the great temptations of Christ. Now, in the Amplified, we, we read you this scripture. And let me refer to it again because I think it's a real scripture to help us do this. Uh, the scripture uh, in the Amplified of verse 5 or do you suppose that the scripture is speaking to no purpose that says, the spirit whom he has caused to dwell in us. Now listen to that. The spirit whom he, who God has caused to dwell in us. That's another good indication and revelation that there is a spirit in you that is not of your origin or did not come into you because of your first birth. It is the spirit of the new birth. It is the spirit of Christ. It carries authority. It carries dominion. There's great hope in it. There's faith in it. There's vision in it. There's anything you could dream of in that, in your heart. Now, it's in you. That's your human spirit being combined with His Spirit through the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ or redemption. The Spirit whom He has caused to dwell in us uh, yearns over us and He yearns for the Spirit to be welcome with a jealous love. That means God has a jealous love toward us in which He yearns for His Spirit to be the most welcome entity and imparter of information and inspiration in our life. You say, what do you mean by that? God is a jealous God. He doesn't want you having any other gods. Not the God of money, wealth, and fame. Not the God of this world. Uh, not the God of success. You, you can name it. Anything can become a God to you. Anything that you give most of your attention to and most of your focus upon will be your God. So you've got to make a decision to understand and realize that you serve this God that is jealous over you. He don't want you serving any other God. And he's put a spirit on the inside of you that is yearning for that acceptance of you to say, you know, that's, I'm going to live my life after the spirit of God. And then he gives us that capstone scripture there in verse 7. Submit yourself therefore to God and then resist the devil. That's the active opposition of you actually believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth and releasing the authority of the Word of God against your adversary. Now, the Lord in my spirit, uh, in preparing for these, said, you're going to have to demonstrate that to people. You're going to have to show people what that looks like. So let's, let's use something we all can relate to right now, which would be financial. Uh, all of us are under financial stress. They're, the money's not flowing like it was. All the things that, you know, you could focus on all of that, but it, it, could, cause you, it could cause you to be very uh, alarmed and even get in fear if you're not careful. But what does God say? In Philippians uh, chapter 4, he says, I will supply all of your need according to my riches in glory by Christ Jesus. The scripture is actually quoted, you know, my God shall supply all of your need according to uh, his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So that is a word from God. That is a promise of God. 
So you grab hold of that scripture. You write it on an index card you carried in your pocket during the day. You read it. Oh my God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. In your prayer time, you're worshiping God. Thank you, Father. You're the God that supplies all of my need according to, its rich, according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for that. I thank you that you're looking over me. You're watching over me. You care about me. And you're imparting a grace to me. And then when the adversary attacks your mind, you're not going to make it. Looks like they're cutting back uh, some hours on the job. Uh, you, may, you may get laid off. Uh, you might not have any money. You may lose your home. You may lose your car. When those thoughts begin to come, then you kind of leave the realm of worshiping and talking to God about the Scripture. And you turn to the one in whom those thoughts are originating. It's coming from your adversary. And you speak to your adversary like this. No, devil, I'm not going to think that. My God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory, and he's going to do it by my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So get out of my mind in Jesus' name. Quit tormenting me. I will not entertain your temptation for me to think about not making it or poverty in life. Now you say, well, how many times do I have to do that? Till you don't have to do it anymore. Till the word that you are releasing has its effect on your adversary. He sees you're submitted to God. He sees you're resisting from him, and God says he's going to have to run and start terror from you. Now, another scripture real quick, and if we don't finish it, we'll pick this up on Thursday night. 1 Peter chapter 5. We always teach these in, in, in tandem. Uh, I'm going to start in verse uh, 2, uh, speaking to the pastors of the church. Feed the flock of God, which is among you. That's what I'm doing. I'm feeding the flock of God, taking, uh, taking the oversight, uh, not by constraint, but willingly, uh, not for filthy lucre, not for money, but of a ready mind. It says, neither being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. Now listen, that's what Lee and I desire the most to be, is to be examples to the flock of God. For you to watch how we go through these things, and then for you to imitate or emulate us, not in that you are a, you know, a, 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 like a puppet being moved around, but you're seeing, hey, you know, pastors, they're standing, on, they're standing on healing scriptures. They're standing on prosperity scriptures. Every time we get around them, they're speaking it in prayer. They're speaking it from the pulpit. They're encouraging us to do it. So you take that example and you put it in your own life. Because we're living this out in front of you. Lee and I are living this out in front of you as examples to the flock. It says, And when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves to the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another, and be clothed you with humility, for God resisteth the proud, and giveth grace to the humble. Almost sounds to me like Peter has torn some pages out of James' notes. It's the same thing James was telling us. That when we humble ourselves and get rid of pride, God gives us grace. Grace, that's God's ability working on our behalf. Supernatural ability in a natural world. That's the most powerful thing you can walk in. Then it says this, Humble yourself, therefore under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Now, you humble yourself, that's, that's the same thing as submission. You know, if you've got something in your mind, you think, uh, you know, this is what I believe. And look, it's, uh, it's chiseled in stone in my mind. But if it's not lined up with the Word of God, if it's not borne out by at least the Bible says, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. If it's not an established word, then I guarantee you, you have no basis for faith. But if it is an established word, 
and it goes the, against the grain of some religious mindset that you have, then you, you need to use that word to tear down that mindset so that you believe differently. That's what submission is. That which, that's what humility is. The ability to adopt and accept a word of another over your, here's your word, you take the word of God and you put it above that. The Bible says in doing that, you're what? You're humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may what? That he may exalt you. Now listen to it in, I like it in the Amplified. Let me find it here. It says, therefore, humble yourself, demote, lower yourself in your own estimation under the mighty hand of God that in due time, he may exalt you. He may lift you up. He may pull you up out of. He's going to exalt you at a due time, at the correct time, when your submission and humility to the Word of God has taken hold or effect in your life. Remember what the Bible says about itself. Prove all things and hold fast to that which is good. Now let me say this, and I'll close with this this evening. None of us, nobody on planet earth has ever walked in what I call a hundred percent revelation and manifestation of the Word of God except one person and that's Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He was a, he was a man in, in correct relationship to his God when he walked on the earth. Now he is the seated Son of God at the right hand of the Father. The rest of us give this Word our best shot. Some are able to walk in it on a greater level than others. Uh, some walk on it in it on a, on a lower level. But it's not based on God's ability to deal it out fairly. It's based on our willingness. How deep do you want to go into this? How much of this do you want to walk in? You say, Pastor, I want to walk in as much of this as I can. I want to be protected by God. I want to be blessed by God. I want to be healed by God. I want the peace of God. I need the joy of God. Then your humility and your submission needs to be at a level in which you are allowing the Word of God to be the preemptive or the dominant way of thinking in your mind. I've done it for 36 years. I walk in a greater revelation and a greater manifestation of the Word and Spirit of God than I did 10 years ago 20 years ago, 25 years ago, 30 years ago. You say, why? Because that's what growing up in the things of God do. Listen, there are things I'm believing God for today that 20 years ago I would have thought, man, don't even talk to me about that stuff. But today, it's in my heart. My faith is working to bring it into existence. And you will see God will manifest it. The example of how Lee and I walk, how we speak, what we do, how we pray, is all an example to you of how to apply this word, to submit yourself to it, to humble yourself. And if you do that, then that due time of your blessing and your exaltation will come into your life. Pastor Rusty Martin, sending you greetings, telling you how much we love you. And we do very, very much miss you. Listen, allow that fire of individual evangelism to burn in your spirit, touch three people, someone that you know in church, someone in your peripheral around your life, and if the door opens, touch a stranger, lead them to the Lord, tell them how much God loves them, and show them, give them what you have. Such as we have, freely we give, in Jesus' name. God bless you, and we'll see you on Thursday night. Don't forget our Wednesday night live stream service and our Thursday night live stream prayer service. God bless you, and we'll see you soon.